welcome to the Dolphin Pod. My name is Rachel Croft. I'm a STEM coach at Bordwick Bray Elementary, which is a Title I school in Nevada. For today's episode, I had the chance to meet with some of the students and one of the teachers in the autism program at our school. Um, my name is Katherine Brown, and I am the third, fourth, and fifth grade autism teacher here at Bordewick. Um, I've been in this district for 29 years. I started as a paraprofessional, and then I was lucky enough to get my teacher's license, and my dream job was working in autism at Bordewick, and here I am. <laughs> Why was that your dream job? What drew you, drew you to it? My son has autism, and... Um, that's my world. I don't really know any other world. <laughs> and I've worked in SPED this whole time in, in this district. And I just saw there was a real big need for teachers because it's a scary, it's a scary place for a lot of people. And it's my comfort zone. So I just knew that if I was going to be a teacher, that's where I needed to be. I honestly believe God gave Matt to me for that yeah. reason. He gave me Matt so that to lead me where I'm at right now, right this minute. <laughs> and now I love it, absolutely love it. What do you think are the challenges that teachers have in, in working with the students with autism? It's, it's knowing how they're processing mm -hmm. and they're so concrete, so right now, for example, fourth grade are doing poetry and you can read poetry to a, a student with, who's a concrete thinker and they're not going to understand the beautiful emeralds in your eyes mm -hmm. because they're going to stop right there in their processing. You have emeralds in your eyes and they're not going to hear anything else and they have to try and what is that? Explain that to me, you know, and that's where they and it's not a behavior. But because of the, their um, diagnosis, because they're on the spectrum, it, it seems like a behavior, but they're, that's where they're at. They need to understand the emeralds in my eyes. What? What, <laughs> right. what is that? And then, then they're lost. So that's why most of my kids get to go until they're 22. Because when you think about they're two years behind, um, and in that process of catching up, catching up, catching up, they still have those extra four years at the end to yeah. do that. A lot of my kids go out and be successful. A lot of my kids go to college. To get a feel for Mrs. Brown's class, I joined in a vocabulary discussion about what a safari is. Safari? I would love to know what safari means. Safari means it's a jeep. It's where you go on a jeep and you can survive. You can survive the whole wide world. You can survive the whole world. Well, I don't know if you get in a jeep if you can survive. But do they have windows on those jeeps? Yes. We know. No, no, they have no doors, no windows. I asked you. My jeep has windows. Oh, they they do have doors. They actually do have doors. They do have tours, but do they have windows? No. Nope. No doors. Were those guys 
safe looks like when they came when they when those rhinoceroses came up to the to the jeep do, do you think they felt safe no no, no. they were so mad Mad or excited? No, not excited. They're like mad, mad, mad. They also should be so excited, also. Wait, hold on a minute. Let's see. Let's go back to Isaiah. All right, so the rhinoceros came up to. Are we talking about the rhinoceros was mad or the people in the jeep were mad? The rhinoceros. Oh, because they will tip over the jeep if you scare them. Mm-hmm. They will tip over your jeep, and then you will go dead. And also, um, there's one more thing: if you get off the vehicle, too. never do that because they can go after you. They can go so fast and go after you. I remember something that on YouTube, the elephant was trying to push the car. Yeah. Trying to push the car in the woods during the tree. Um, that was the jeep. Um, the car. Uh, safari. 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 Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell Miss Pop one thing about yourself that she doesn't know. My name is Lucid, and um, I just love doing science at home and in in school. Besides, do science because it makes your brain grow and get stronger. Sometimes I work out with my dad. Sometimes I, I do science here in my class every day. Some people doesn't. Some people don't. Some people comes here. Some people doesn't because when they're sick. So I waste. So I rather stay away from sickish people. So you gave us like seven facts about yourself. You're awesome. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. I'm Lucas, and I love McDonald's a lot. <laughs> My name is Dominic, and I like to play that game, Ninja Fruit, and like on that game on level 24. You're on level 24? Yeah. Just like, oh, you like Prodigy and, and, and Fruit. Oh, yeah, I'm really got a little Prodigy. Hey, me too. Dominic's on level 74. Nice my, name, my name is Dylan. Nice to meet you. Or my animals. And then, you know what I like? I want three facts. Number one, I like Christmas a lot. Number two, I like Santa. And number three, I like Halloween. What do you think are the kids' biggest challenge? What do they struggle with? Friendships. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because uh, of their disability, it's the friendships. And that's the one thing most of my parents in an IEP, I'm concerned that they don't have friends. And, um, but I do have that little fourth grade pod, you know, that goes around. And But outside of that, it's really hard. And it's, it's not just because of their disability and not being able to connect with other kids. Other kids are afraid to connect with them. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a challenge for um, other little guys too. Once, that's why I love the peer tutor programs at the middle school and the high school, mm-hmm. because you get mainstream kids coming in and working with all kinds of disabilities. And a lot of those kids go into the 
to the um, teaching sped. They go into helping in group homes. They go into um, senior care. Um, all the things that we need yeah. because they they're in the world now and they've seen it's it's not a bad place. And then so <clears throat> I don't care how many peer tutors sign up. I think you should take them all. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that is a challenge for them, and it's a challenge for the parents because it's it's. It's heart wrenching when you watch your kid be out on the playground and he's standing alone. That's heart wrenching. Yeah. It's heart wrenching as a teacher. Sure. But um, that's their biggest challenge. Academically, I don't think they care. Sure. <laughs> They're like, yeah, woo, I got that. Woo, I got that. But, but, um, yeah, friendship, definitely. Um, if there was one thing you wanted someone to know, about your students, what, what would that be? I want you to know everything about my students. I took that challenge seriously. So I asked one of Mrs. Brown's students to come talk with me and tell me what he liked about school and what he likes about STEM, since that's my area. Here's what he had to say. What do you like about school, Lucid? I like about free time and doing um, math and science. Yeah? Because I don't like doing math and science because um, it, it uh, makes your brain grow. It makes your brain strong. What kind of math do you like? It's almost, it's almost, like, it's almost like muscle. It's almost like when it has muscle. Your brain is a muscle and it grows when you use it, right? Yes. But what kind of math do you like to do? My math is... um. <clears throat> it which is times. You like to do multiplication. You like times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like ten times ten. I know what um is, and um it which equals hundred and hundred times ten will equal one thousand, and one thousand times ten will equal will equal um but like ten. Thousand, ten thousand, um, times ten equals twenty thousand. No, no, mm -mm. no. Correct. Nope. No, correct. Incorrect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's it equal then? A hundred thousand. Hundred thousand? Oh, you gotta be kidding me! Right? What? And then tell me what a ten-year-old likes about science. I, ten years old, um, they like they like playing Destiny when it's home when there's no school. True, but is that science? I know it's not science, and also pro they also like Prodigy. Okay, but is that science? Yeah, it's also it has math problems on it. You're too close to me. Yep. So Prodigy is math. Yeah, oh, it's so a math game. It's just so a wizard game. Just one plus math? one equals two. Two plus three equals four. Those don't sound like fifth grade problems. Do they give you hard problems or easy problems? They, they, when I was um, in a third grader, I started to get um, oh, normal maths, fourth, oh, hard maths, and um, fifth graders in fifth grade math, really super hard. 
but I kept on thinking, and I never gave up. What would you suggest? Say somebody wanted to learn more about autism or mm -hmm. like know like know some, someone with autism and mm -hmm. wants to be a better friend or a better coworker. What would be good resources? We we don't even have a support group in Carson. We don't have a support group. Nope. Parents have tried to get support groups together, but um, you know it's just time consuming and and yes. you need a leader and you need. Um, somebody who's who has training that can go help you know in with suggestions on what to do at home and stuff but um, autism.org okay. it's the way to go um, everything you can think of and it's updated daily and it's a huge website I mean I'm I'm on it all the time so it has lots um, of information all or... kinds of information uh, message boards blogs uh, news um, things that have gone through that's how I found out that they might start doing the MRIs um, for a diagnosis with autism instead of these little bubble sheets and their mm -hmm. behaviors because a lot of people think that if kids have behaviors they automatically have an autism disorder and that's not it at all <laughs> most kids with autisms only have behaviors because they're frustrated in a because they can't they don't have the time to process so they melt down they mm -hmm. just stop if you give them the time to process, you see no behaviors. Mm -hmm. And those kind of simple things are what people need to be taught. And, you know, and there's there's just no time. There's just no time. So autism.org would have information across your learning spectrum. Mm -hmm. Like you know a lot about autism mm -hmm. and there's information for you. Mm -hmm. And then Not, even someone who is just trying to research oh, yeah. and find out. To see. And, you know, autism is that hidden disability. Mm -hmm. Like every other disability, there's a strategy for it. If, you, if you're blind or sight impaired, there's a strategy. We have Braille for you. If you're hearing impaired, we have resources, you know, and interpreters. If you have cerebral palsy or we have braces and we have physical things that we can do for you. Down syndrome, we know that the strategies for Down syndrome. Every single disability except autism because it's not a one-size-fits-all. There's not one student that's the same as any other student and they say this on the spectrum of autism. It's it. How far is that from mm -hmm. one direction to the other? Because not one kid is the same. Not one. Me and Mrs. Croft um, was um we um we like science science which is um science yes technology technology engineer in math so that'll be um so everything everything that's hard starts with starts with letters and S. There's only four that we said. S T E M, which is STEM. Okay. So, and one more thing. <clears throat> Last thing. Please like and subscribe if you enjoy this recording.